0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Hello and welcome to the Trumpet Web Podcast for Saturday, 12th of September, 2020. I'm your host, John Walker, and with me, as always, is Andy Vaughan. Hello, and Godo.
2: Hello,
1: Godo. Congratulations. Thought Thank you very that. much. So that uh, was your hundredth, Monroe.
2: That's the Yes, yeah, so it was my hundredth, and I went, I went zero for four of my picks, which were the main notes from the weekend.
1: <laughs> I d- I, Gary probably had the best comment. I, mean, I try and make everyone laugh with the odds of the wedding not happening, but Gary's <laughs> comment was quite good about taking it up to where auction levels were low to the brain.
0: Yeah,
2: that's it. Yeah, that's uh, Everest was out. Um,
0: Look, but- we all know what I, we all know what actually happened, right? So Gor- Gordon's got engaged <laughs> at the weekend, but the thing is, you as a bloke can pick what day that happens on, right? Any day, right? There's no, there's no day it has to be. You can choose. Yet somehow, it, it meant you couldn't make the fantasy draft. What lengths you go to to have an excuse for being shit in that game <laughs> is amazing.
2: Do you know what? Actually, I did my first four picks on the fantasy draft. So I was obviously out for dinner at eight for like on Sunday night and did my my first few picks, uh, and then I like took a break and came back and fucking oh, half my team were all like the most like w- the, the players that were injured but highest up so like my yeah. midfield are like injured 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 and then I, I checked back in for the last bit of the draft but uh, yeah there's no excuses this year look I'm, I'm here uh, I'm here to come out I'm here to win and just you know, <laughs> that's,
0: that's, there's, a, there's a man that's watched press conferences yeah that's it yeah I don't, I, don't blame,
2: I don't blame the rest of the team uh, it's, it's really all on me and it's just about making these players gel and, and hopefully just come back and, and do it this year you not- on the See on the Trampled Bat podcast, we do a thing called Banhammer, right?
1: Is there anything more boring or lack in motion than when footballers after a game where they've drawn or lost go, we just need to regroup and go again?
2: There is... um... Yeah, yeah, it's it's the same. There's a, a brilliant sketch that I think College Humor did about um, hockey. It's it's the exact same format. It's like hockey players post thingy interviews, and they just keep asking them different questions, but they all give the same answer. But it's like, uh, yeah, it's like so you were you were caught taking four women back to your room last night. Your wife has seen this. What, what do we need to? do? Well, we just need to regroup and uh, get back. And well, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. What happens? You know, I've got confidence in this team. Like and all this, it just and they could say it's the same. Losing players have nothing inspiring to say unless they're slating the rest of their team.
0: Well, I will say about um, Miksu Patelainen, uh-huh. um, do I, I don't know if you remember the interview when we got an absolute hammering um, <laughs> a few years back as he was he was newly in Dundee United, Ross trying to save us from relegation and in his post-match interview he just went... What is the fucking point in training when I teach them all these things and they don't do it out there? It's like, yeah, that's that's fair. I like that. Yeah, you can probably find a, that on YouTube. i much really. more,
2: Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather someone had a bit of honesty at the end of the thing.
0: Yeah, we be, We could, I think we're five nil down to Celtic. It, like it, it was just horrible. Um, but he, he didn't last long in the job, unfortunately. Um, Andy, how's Harrogate? Why are you there? So it's a holiday for my dog. Right. So, we go down once a year, stay in this lovely converted barn, which you can see on the Patreon behind me, and um, I just walk the dog all day.
1: And as folk can hear, you should probably be doing all your podcasts from that barn in Harrogate, because the sound quality is
0: much better. That's bizarre, because it keeps cutting out, like, try to check my fantasy baseball is absolutely brutal, but as long as I can get this Zoom call done, we're fine. And you did say,
1: if you're on Patreon, you can see this, so... New Patreon, Kieran Gentry, uh, joined the Trample Bet Club. Really appreciate it. Um, More and more people are joining. I think that's been like one or two every week since we've come back. So tramplebet.com, patreon.com forward slash tramplebet. You can find there, Trample Bet Club, five a UK a month. That's all we're asking for. Extra content, extra episodes, video episodes, and early access to everything else. And Andy's cheat sheet, so you don't have to take any notes listening to this podcast to try and remember our picks. However, that does mean that there was paper copy of God those picks for last week cutting about. So <laughs> <There's proof.
2: laughs> that was bad. It was it was you know it's my it's my worst week since uh, I almost got sacked last year. <laughs> um.
0: this, this week was so unfortunate because obviously I'm usually in Japan and all my games were so early and they were all so perfect. And because I can because I combine all the bets, it went from being like every bet being half in to every bet being dead.
2: oh. It's, it's and I, I didn't even get a close run with two of them, which is even more like, just bad, but I, you know, I was m- the most confident I've ever been about a banker. On paper, that's a, a win forever.
0: The thing and is, was- those, those games happen sometimes, you've just got incredibly unfortunate that it's yeah. happened on a week where everything else has gone to shit as well.
2: Yeah, so it was a it was a really really bad week, and even more annoyingly that all the teams are back. Then one midweek, like yesterday, like Kitakushi came back absolutely. Well, they they get a away win at seventeen to ten, um, and then some of the other teams as well that I would looked at that J League three team also got a win midweek. It's like they just took a fucking week off as soon as they get featured. <laughs>
1: yeah, this is like the prediction episode of like Leicester nine, Southampton nil. So you need like, a phone call for Sir Alex Ferguson to motivate you again, God, though. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Big man. TV, give us a wee
0: phone.
1: <laughs> um, my, I don't know I'm saying. I lost my first bank of the season. So Sunderland versus Hull. Um, I a goal in the second half. It was 1-4. Andy, yeah, I've seen that goal back, by the way. That goal's <laughs> on time. It is, isn't it? It's onside. It's onside that's by what, about half a yard. So
0: That's, what I, that's why I texted you at the time. It's I was like, there's a really the goal. Like, oh, it's been yeah. off. Hold on. I've just seen the replay. He's definitely onside.
1: Yeah. He showed you an actual like, it was a proper line camera footage of it. It's onside. It's onside by about half a yard, which is yeah. really frustrating because there's a goal in the 71st minute and that would be my bet in. So, I mean, it's one of those ones. See, like, remember when Paddy Power paid out for Pedro Mendes' goal like, at Old Trafford? Mm-hmm. Because probably two guys had it on. So yeah. if you had a goal and over over zero point five goals in the second half of that game, it'd have been like one of those if you could claim it, it'd be like, right, I go for it. We'll give you it because there's only two people with that bet on.
0: Yeah. Um my banker came in, it was good. It was in the J League, obviously, Oita versus FC Tokyo. I took the double chance, draw it away, uh, just to get a banker in it, odds of two to seven. I did not have done that. Tokyo won the game one uh, 0 anyway. So that was a, that sealed in.
1: They were they were they were so comfortable as well when they yeah. took the lead it was just dead comfortable the whole time.
0: They're they're, they're solid and they're good and Oita are not. I, I think I remember saying on last week's podcast. There's just like there's no surer thing than them not losing this game. Like a freak result would be like nil nil. Yeah, that's that's why I took the double chance. Uh, but there was no way they were ever losing, so that was home and dry. And
2: mine was the uh, was <laughs> the Japanese third division. A game that ended nil nil. Um, it was against C. osaka under twenty threes, who uh, apparently can hold out for a nil nil draw. And, um, <laughs> so yeah, it was bad. It, you know, it, I got the stats from the game, and it didn't even reflect like there was an assault on goal. It was just a shit game of football. Um, so yeah, disappointed. But um, yeah, this week I have a, a much better banker. So.
1: Um, my value redeemed myself a little bit. I um, Denmark-Belgium. I took the away side Belgium. I just believed that there was no way that Denmark could win this game. Although, De Bruyne did have a kid, so he was not available to deliver the assist, but they won 2-0. It was a, an awful, awful game of football. Like It was so, so bad. Um, but I don't really care. As long as Belgium won, that's all I was interested in. And then De Bruyne did come back after his wife, Kevin Buff, and got three assists. And a 5-1 win over Iceland so it would have been an absolute rout I think if De Bruyne had been available for them
0: uh, My value came in at odds of 10-11 to 11. I took Kawasaki Frontale away at the Yokohama F Marinos Frontale went down again they were a goal down after about two minutes um, and, and came back to win this one 3-1 so a, a comfortable value win um, Kawasaki also did exactly the same midweek I-, I managed to get on them at odds of around 3-1 to to win because they were 2-1 down against Kobe in the second half came back and won 3 2 so they're just one Kawasaki front you should just look at them every week see what they're up to and probably just back them
2: uh, and uh, mine was Sunderland Hull and was oh, absolutely God. terrible so yeah <laughs> as discussed oh. um, my outsider bet was probably
1: the worst of the week to be fair um, Portugal versus Croatia I took their away side Croatia at 16-5 but I didn't realise Modric wasn't available. Um, that is a problem. I had looked at the squad and it didn't actually admit that he wasn't there, which surprised me because like, that would have been the first thing I would expect to see on Sky Sports when I'm looking for the game's information is that Luka Modric is not available. Um, however, Portugal were just phenomenal. They've got so many good young players coming through. Seattle Jou Felix has had a pretty shitty season actually at Atletico Madrid. He looked amazing. Um, Matinho, Mendes, Neves, just they actually—they've got a really good squad coming through, and then obviously last night, two nights ago, Ronaldo scored his 100th goal. Oh. See, see when you see for the amount of free kicks that guys missed. See when you're lining up for your 100th international goal, you want it to be a screamer, right? You, you don't want your 100th international goal to be a shiter.
0: Oh, what, what was I watching last night? It's, it's the highlights in the MLB reel. It might have been Garrett Cole or someone one of the one of the baseball guys. Like, his 1,000th or 2,000th strikeout, garden, mm-hmm. It's one of, the, one of the clips. But the guy makes first base because the catcher drops it and it goes to the backstop. Like, imagine that's the clip that keeps your going thousands. on and on and on. Yeah, like your big milestone strikeout. It's not even... Guy's not even out. Oh. <laughs> Similar to that. Now, the Andy Late Show, again... Oh, my outsider. Yeah, so this was this was uh, the one blemish on my card of this week. Um, Shimizu, Which is a harsh blemish. Yeah, yeah, versus Kishiba Rezol. I took Rezol away and minus one goal. I put them on the handicap because um, I thought there was a lot of value in the price of over 2-1. They won this game 2-1 because Shimizu scored a 90th minute consolation goal. <laughs> like that Literally, probably no one in the United Kingdom cared about apart from me. And the Patriots and and, and and the people yeah and the people that that had followed my one bet there because obviously Rizal still won that game two one um, it was a shame it was one of these ones that John if you if you'd had it on you would have cashed this bet
1: one hundred percent mate eighty fifth minute I'm taking that money to now
0: but I, but it was it was involved in other things that hadn't kicked off yet so I wasn't cashing out um, like tricks For or, or anything like that <laughs> uh, but as I was watching it. Shimizu were getting more and more into the game because Kashiba Rezal's keeper pulled his hamstring while taking a goal kick around seventieth minute, um, and they put a kid in goal for the last twenty. So, I, so I knew I was taking a risk, um, letting that one just tick on and on and on and on, and then the inevitable happened. But they still got they still got a win, and I I know from the Facebook group several people had put them on coupons just yeah. as just as an away win. Um, so I'm taking that as a as a win. It's a shame they didn't beat the handicap.
2: For me, actually, it's 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 you're, you're not getting that. It's a tiny bit of consolation in there because I'd really have fucked your day had, <laughs> that, had that not have been because you'd taken um, my, well, my next pick in here, which was Ibrex Negata versus Iwata um, as my outsiders. And um, it was one each about 60 minutes in and I thought this is going for a draw this is this is going to end up at that point point. Um, and then two really quick goals for Iwata like back to back I think it was 65 and 68 minutes the two goals come in and game was by after that um, that was probably the one I got closest to running a, a result on which is not great considering with 30 minutes to go <laughs> that was the closest I had um, but yeah so I, 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 that was a, a, an outsider draw that never really Drew? Um, on at the charity
1: bets, so I took Millwall away at Crawley in the League Cup. Millwall won 3-1. It was pretty uneventful. Um, 8-11. Sailed in. Nothing much to report on.
0: Yep, my charity bet. Exactly the same. Sailed in. Hiroshima away at Sapporo. They won 2-0. The game was live on, on Free Sports. So, my sport starts. So,
1: mine's was in, Andy. Yours was in as well.
0: Yeah, this is... Yeah, this is... Uh, the, the back, back to normal, John. I do believe... <laughs>
2: I was hoping that the effect of this would you'd see me closing my laptop lid at the same time. Just, no, it just
0: looks. It just looks, it just looks like you're going up in the middle
2: of like, <laughs> ah! <laughs> Um Yeah, I let the charity down this week with a really a, a really poor pick. Kyushu. Um, who what had happened? Uh, they they were missing two of their their starting defenders. So their centre back and their right back um, didn't feature. They featured in their midweek win, um, <laughs> but they didn't they didn't feature. But they lost to Kofu who have picked up a couple of really good results recently by beating teams really high up the table because Kofu beat, um, beat um, Ibrex Nagata and um uh, Vivar and Nagasaki over the last couple of weeks so they're 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 playing well Um want to watch out for but 9 to 10 at home and losing 4 0 is horrible. Um, it's up there with I put that up there with Andy Stuttgart pick from a couple of seasons ago where they got horsed um, because <clears> his <throat> one he was taken as an outsider that was that was charity and yeah Aye, they were like fifteen to one or something yeah I know that's what I was like so that's what I'm this, is, this is this is this was worse um, so yeah that's my first um, bagel uh, this city this year hopefully my last um, yeah just not a not a good week. That's why you've got to have the proposal in the bag at all times, yeah. just to, to, to detract from these things. Um, but yeah, so terrible week, but coming back this week with a, a couple of really good picks and staying away from Japan and England. Um, so, yeah.
1: If you have Facebook, go and search for the Trample Bet Podcast. It's a private group. You will be accepted if you apply, because you'll hear it from us being a listener. Um, some of the best in the Facebook group, Gareth James Walker, who's one of our Patreons, has been on an absolute... What the fuck is he ass. doing, man? I, I, I called like, him it's, out as
2: being a fucking time traveller three yeah, weeks yeah, ago, yeah, right? Yeah, it, it, it's not even... It's, since then, he's uh, he's won more bets than, than previous. Yes. It's like he's it,
0: flying well, in the face
2: of us here.
0: He's getting cocky with his picks now in terms of, yeah. like, if he does have an almanac, right? He's, like, uh, picking guys to score... Sergio Ramos to score a header and things like yeah. that. Keep the fact you know the result in advance on the QT, man. Just wins. <laughs>
1: right, so, so, so a couple of those, right, where And don't get me wrong, right? I mean, there's total logic. So he'd taken Sergio Ramos to score any time versus Ukraine because he takes penalties.
0: And that was results. in after two minutes.
1: Two minutes Spain get a penalty. So he called the ink the, the down, and he also pointed out that he'd put them on to score a header at 6-1, which then came in
2: 20 minutes later.
0: Brilliant. It's just it's yeah. He, yeah. Was, he,
1: had,
2: he had good reasoning. Of course, he Van, do, Van yeah, Dijk had a header
1: on target, and Haaland to score. Then he'd to get a double against Northern Ireland. Yes, yep. Um, it's just he Ronaldo to score any time, which he'd put a lot of money on because of his, his run
2: before this. Yeah, um, I took that one. That was the one. But by that that point, like, see when you see one early, like I'm getting on this, and if he doesn't come in, then I'll just leave him alone forever. Like it was clearly me who's fucking his picks, but no, uh, that came in. 45 minutes in. Um,
1: probably the most annoying bet of the week that came in was Peter Glover um, watching the Scotland that Israel game had said yeah. that a Zahavi to score any time was 5-2. to two. I think it was 3-1 by the time I had seen it, but I never took it because I could not have bet someone to score against Scotland, but he did. So that was a cracking bet. But I think almost bet of the week, I know it's not a thing, but he still got money back, was um, Harvey Gomez. So he took a bet. It was, I think, it's the first bet we've had on Formula 1 so it was Carlos yeah. Vines, um in the Italian Grand Prix, I think, at 40-1 to one, to win. And I think getting into the third, third last lap, he was doing it, and then got overtaken right at the end. And uh, But you still got odds of like a third of the odds for first and second. Ah, yeah. you'll, have done, you'll have done well there. Still got a good yeah. return, but it was a great shout. I don't know how many people got on that, because again, he's probably the first person that's put anything Formula 1 related into this chat. So yeah. more stuff like that. That's what we'll talk about. We've said this before. Michael Stokes Rugby, we'll be doing a golf episode. Uh, There's people who do even do the wrestling. We tend to do UFC episodes. But there's people putting loads of stuff. So on Facebook, search The Trample Bit Podcast. It's a private group. We'll accept you because you're listeners, and this is where you're hearing from it. Get in, get involved. So this is where they've broken in. Davey Kelly, stop sharing winners that you've no shared with beforehand. (laughs) Because it just annoys people, right? It just annoys people share them before, be ballsy enough to let us go and make our
2: adult decisions about what we're facing. Exactly. Yeah. I was going to point out Christopher Sumner as well uh, on Monday has got this weekend's NFL picks up. Um, right. So he's, he's, he's for Sunday's NFL But and I've taken his thing so apologies in advance, Chris, <laughs> for <laughs> completely ruining your Sunday. Um, but yeah, so just new sports get picked up all the time. I like that Harvey Gomez pick a lot. Like, Admittedly, I wasn't on it but on the next one, I certainly will be. Yeah. So, Facebook, Trumpet Podcast, get it
1: there. So, we've got to this week's picks. Um, my banker, I'm very confident about this and the odds are actually quite good considering it's one of my bankers. Oh, my first slight Blackburn, so it's the first game in English Championship. Goal in the second half, this has become my new favourite bet. Goal in the second half is 2-7. to seven. So just, just, just under 1-3, just over 1-3, sorry. Um, happened in eight of Blackburn's last nine competitive games in Championship when it returned. It happened in all but one of Bournemouth's 10 EPL games since it returned. It's happened in all the pre-season games together, which is four friendlies each. I don't see how this game doesn't have a goal the way the two of them play. It's both football. It'll it'll be an open game. I, I actually think it'll be mirrored to... The, Portsmouth game in the first game of the season in the EFL Cup, I think this could be like a really high scoring draw. I'm actually quite excited about this. I think this could be a really good game. It'll be interesting to see how Bournemouth actually bounce back for, for being relegated and losing what looks like Wilson and Fraser already. But yeah, this is definitely coming in.
0: 2-7. Nice. I, I've gone for odds more like your normal banker, John, so the treble, I guess, will work out uh, as per... Um, Sunday at 10.30 in the morning in the Japanese J League Kawasaki Frontale versus Hiroshima So Kawasaki won 3-1 as the value pick for me last week And they then picked up a come from behind win um, against Kobe midweek Still top of the table, still absolutely incredible Still just winning, uh, turning losses into winning by coming from behind Or just going out and routing teams Hiroshima have picked up a couple of good wins of late. If you look in the in the form table, but they've been against the two pretty poor teams form-wise in the division: Shimizu S-pulse um, and Sapporo. So I fancy Kawasaki for the win here, but I'm going to take them uh, on the double chances. The banker at odds of one to six. So Kawasaki uh, Frontiel, or draw one to six. But I, in in various other picks and things throughout the weekend, I will definitely use them just as the straight up win at odds of six to eleven. And I'll probably put, I might put in a handicap, or I'll back them if they go behind. I'll do various different bits and bobs because uh, I'll be up at ten thirty on Sunday. But, but yes, uh, 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 Kawasaki plus one, or Kawasaki or draw one at six. I have
2: almost the same pick, but in Korea, almost the same pick. So I've got Osan Hyundai versus Deju. Ulsan Hyundai are Kawasaki Frontale, but in Korea, they are routing that league now. Bok had put up a, a really good fight for a couple of weeks. They're now five points behind, and I don't see <laughs> them coming back at all here. Ulsan um, Hyundai are just the form team there. I can just hear Bodhi barking. Bodhi, is that
0: you agreeing or
2: not? No, <laughs> I'm not sure. He's just that's a, that's a man who really, really wants to go on Ulsan Hyundai. Um, <laughs> So yeah osan hyundai they've 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 played i think it's 30 sorry 26 games and they've won 20 of them they have drawn four and lost two and on and as far back as live score will go um versus Deju. their last five games they have lost four won a drawn one so much the same as andy i think osan hyundai will comfortably win this but i'm going to take it on the double chance you're getting 1 to 5 on the double chance for that price there I think, just to get the banker in here, um, I don't see a situation where a bad result isn't the draw for them. Like, the, the worst that I think can, can happen is Dengu coming back and, uh, or, or uh, it be a nil-nil draw. So, 1-5, to five, double chance, Usan Hyundai. That is Saturday morning at 11am.
1: God, oh, I like that you've changed this to double chance because I was going to say, I think this the away team are capable of getting dodgy draws. So, yeah. I am on I'm, I'm happy I can't believe we've got a bang. this must be the first episode for about 20 weeks where I've got the highest odds banker right
2: yeah oh, uh, possibly ever, ever. Like, <laughs> I'd say John it's maybe as rare as last night in the MLB there was a game that was 29-9 <laughs> uh, right. uh, 29-9 and it's the first uh, <clears throat> baseball score that's not happened in 20 years
0: what what, what game was this because obviously um, we're recording this very early on Thursday morning Atlanta
2: versus Miami Marlins it's the first score of Gami. Uh, in this, since uh, twenty years ago, when the Reds beat
0: I think Amazing. someone else
2: twenty four twelve.
0: Anyway, what was it? what was it? What was up? What was up with yesterday? Because uh, there was a nineteen nil kicked off yesterday's games as well. The Brewers oh, won the nineteen. Just run, to... run up plenty. But yes, yeah. So, so I like the pick, Gordon. And what I'll probably do is I'll put the banker treble on as normal, and I might put the banker enhanced treble on as well for I take our two <laughs> picks. treble treble. Yeah, where I take our two picks just as wins, and I maybe add another goal to Johns. Yeah. Yeah, you know, just to see if like it a come. lot. Um, the banker's pretty safe this week. I'm, I'm yeah. happy with that.
1: Um, my value is the English Premier League starting back. It's Fulham versus Arsenal. I'm taking the away side, Arsenal minus a goal at eleven to ten. Um, I think Fulham are shite. I really think Fulham are shite, and I think this is this is bordering on a Derby County from fifteen years ago whereby they could get record low points in this league. They, they are... I watch, That Brentford game, they got promoted. Now, I, I understand it's a playoff final, right? You just have to win it. That's all you have to do. But that game was dog shit. That game was awful. That is not a team. And I've looked at their ins and outs since the season finished. All they've done is resecure Harrison Reed, knock out, and a centre mid from Wills. That's all they've done. They've re-signed people whose loan terms were up and bought two of them permanently and re-loaned another. So they've not improved their squad, as far as I can see they now. Um, Arsenal, on the other hand, I, I think are slowly building something here. Um, Fulham were in the Premier League two seasons ago. Arsenal cuffed them 5-1 and 4-1, 5-1 uh, away. Arsenal won at Craven Cottage the previous time they won the Premier League, 3-1 away. So they've got previous for turning them over. Um, Arsenal look pretty solid. Everyone seems available just now. So I'm quite happy when you look Arsenal. It's got Shabaios back. Shaq is there. Shaka, by the way, has been space jammed. shaka has been excellent since Arteta's came in. Like I space know. jammed.
0: That's wonderful.
1: I don't. I don't. Honestly, don't know who he is, man. He's been really good. And I even watched the Germany Switzerland game, and he was good there as well. So I, I'm I'm really content with that midfield. I think if you look at the options, Pepe, Saka, and Lacazette, Bamian. Mm-hmm. As like a front five to choose. You've still got Shabaios, who's re- re-upped his loan deal. Um, you've got Willian's joined now. You've got Gabriel, Saliba, Luis, Kierney can move into left-back. It's just...
0: So you've, you've you've pointed out something there, right? That's an absolute wealth of talent. How much game time is Willian, in your opinion, likely to see?
1: Um, I don't know. See, see that's I, the thing. I think he doesn't fancy... I think he doesn't fancy Lacazette. I don't think he fancies Lacazette. Yeah.
0: So you think he's maybe
1: the one I being... I think pushed. it's Nketiah, Nketiah coming in and maybe Willie and moving to one of the wings in and going yeah. central in games. Yeah. I just don't think he likes Lacazette. Lacazette uh, doesn't work. And that's why he really likes Nketiah. Because Nketiah is just a wee, a wee bulldog. Like, he's Aye. a great finisher, but he runs and runs and runs. And I think that's why he's been starting with him in pre-season. He prefers his work rate.
0: Yeah, that makes so, sense.
1: But yeah, Arsenal minus one. I honestly really think Arsenal could cuff Fulham I don't think Fulham will even come out like I think they will just sit in the full game and they'll be just waiting for Arsenal that's an Arsenal side that did win 2-0 away to Wolves, beating Orange 4-0 so the the beat teams that maybe would structurally play like that I know Wolves are a much better side but I think a team that was capable of beating Man City 2-0 in an FA Cup semi-final and turning a a 1-0 down situation in the FA Cup final against Chelsea to come back Can put aside this Fulham side who have not bought anyone yet so unless something drastically changes today that would mean Sunday would go straight in I think Fulham could be a team to bet hard against all season
0: yeah we should maybe have a wee look Um, we'll talk about it at the end of the picks season long bets in English Premier League but it sounds like you would uh, be advocating a bet on them to finish bottom
1: yes 100%
0: so my value pick I'm back in Japan this game's on Saturday so while most of the Japanese card is Sunday this game is on Saturday it's also live on Free Sports at 10am so you can you can watch this one Shimizu Esfalse versus the Kashima Antlers now a couple of seasons ago um, on this podcast I went through a phase of backing Kashima regularly and they were very good and they went on to win the, the Asian Champions League they've not been so great this season but their form is turning round um, their last four games have all been wins the one before that was a draw, so they sit at the top of the five game form table in Japan just now. Uh, Shimzu, four losses in a row, um, in, including a including a cup game, I think there. Um, but they are they are zero points from their last uh, last five games. Uh, Kashima thirteen points from their last five games. So huge mismatch in the in the form league there. Uh, Kashima are up in sixth spot now. Shimizu stays second bottom only by the grace of the fact that Shonen are poorer than them. So only nine points through 15 games. This is a great time to get on Kashima Antlers because the odds haven't caught up with the fact that they're playing a lot better now. Um, And it also doesn't reflect how poor Shimizu S-Pulse are. You'll get the Kashima Antlers at odds of nine to 10 on Bet365 right now, which I think is more than fair. Anything around that, even money mark, is very good value.
2: I looked at that pick as one of like, one that I might select, but just left you in Japan. I didn't, <laughs> didn't want to ruin that. Um, but yeah, that's a, it's a great pick. The other team have been so bad.
1: Another bet I like on that is both teams to score no draw at 2-1, and also Kashima to win both teams to score as well. Because for so Kashima's last four wins, both teams have scored. Yeah. And four of five defeats that Pulse have had, both teams have scored. And I think it's a really, really good enhanced odds for... The both teams to score and the outcome you're talking about are both teams to score in zero draw.
0: Um, I really like that pick. Plus, it's it's a game we can all watch on Saturday morning. There we go.
2: Perfect. Um, and I am in Sweden for my game. So I'm in Sweden, and <clears throat> this is the only Friday night game that features uh, this week. This is Orgright uh, versus Leung Skiel. Um Orgright have been really, really good in their last five games. Um, the last five games have been four wins and a one-each draw with Daggerforce, who are top of the league. Um, skill have been bad. Uh, their last five away, away games or, uh, last five away games have been four losses and one draw. Um orgate have turned over some pretty good opposition um when they've with their wins that they've been playing they've been playing against norby young coping's Trellebergs. these are all teams who are doing very well in the league like they're they're not too bad at all i fancy the home uh, a home win here i would say this is a bit like the banker that i've taken as well um in that, I would be I, the only thing I might advocate or put in as a caveat is that there's a chance that they they like that the skill grind out a nil nil draw. Um, but I think if Orgite draw, if Orgite get a goal, they they manage to keep ahead in this game. Um, the last two games they've played have been two nil, uh, they've won the last previous ones two one. The last two head to heads that these guys have played, admittedly, were 2016 and 2013. Both Orgite wins. Um, I really fancy this. If you look at the overall table as well, Orgret are in eighth with 22 points. Lundskill are second bottom. They've played 16 games and get 13 points out of it. great don't score many goals, but when they do, they win the game. So I'm quite content at taking this at even money. Um, I had looked at like lots of different options with this game because... Um, the only thing that was slightly put me off it again was that um, Leung Skil had a, a home win against Acropolis last week. There was a red card involved in that game. Um, however, I, I, you know, Orget have been great at home. They want to continue this form. Even money, take them.
1: I like it. I'm a big fan of that pick, Gordo. But I was also a fan of Kitakushi. So yeah,
2: they they won again midweek, so they are back. <laughs>
1: My outsider is in the English Championship on Saturday. It's Millwall versus Stoke. I'm taking the away side, Stoke. So I am backing Michael O'Neill. They're 15-8 to to beat Millwall away. I I really fancy them. I know Millwall's striker from last season, Berdardson, got injured against Belgium. So he's out of the game. Shane Ferguson got injured in Northern Ireland's defeat to Norway. So he's also out of the game. Both those players played 35-plus games for him last season. So they they are key players to their squad. I think Michael O'Neill, now that he's had the full summer to work with he's got um, Obi Mikel back fit Stephen Fletcher in the squad I think Stoke could be really good this year um, the, the, way he, the way he plays and sets up teams I really 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 fancy them to to get a lot of scrappy 1-0 wins this year and find themselves in the top 6 I think Stoke will be a team that go up or at least be in the playoffs this year um, but yeah I'm taking the win away at Milo at the start of the season I think they'll win I think they'll win 2-0 not 2-0 I think they'll keep a clean sheet. They've been keeping clean sheets three out of four pre-season. Um, yeah. Stoke. Wait, it's hard to tell. It's the first game of the season in the league, but I really do fancy Stoke this year. I think they've still got a good squad. And I think Stephen Fletcher, the way he was playing last season when he was fit, if he gets him fit, he will score goals and he'll score key goals as well. So, yeah. Mel v. Stoke, Saturday 3pm. Stoke, the away side at 15-8. to 8, So just
0: under 2-1. Um, in Japan again, uh, back on Sunday. At five minutes past five in the morning on Sunday morning so if you're doing a, a Sunday Japanese and uh, you might want to do it the night before um, Sapporo versus the Urua Red Diamonds um, I'm going to take a this is basically a bet against Sapporo um, who have hit a rough bit of form second bottom in that five game form table with only two points from the last five games it's a shame they're playing Urua because Urua are capable now and again of throwing in a really dodgy performance but on the whole they're a solid mid to top tier team, um, and you'll get the away win on the Urubá Red Diamonds at seventy four, and I think those odds are big enough for me to be happy backing the Red Diamonds this week.
1: Yeah, they've not they've not won they've not won in the last ten. Sapporo. yeah,
0: yeah, Sapporo are, are terrible uh, form wise just now; it's all losses and draws. Um, Urubá, while they are capable of, of throwing in the towel in matches. Uh, so they just get battered three 0 by uh, C Ozaka. The week before they won three one. The week before that they lost six two. Like so, so their results can really fluctuate, but they tend to get battered by the very good teams and then do the business against the against the smaller outfits. Um, they beat Yokohama FC, who are, are down the bottom as well. They beat them two 0 So I'm, I'm reasonably confident that Urawa should be favourites in this game. So the fact that they're they're almost two to one is a big bonus. Cool, sure.
2: like it. Uh, and on to mine now, France League 2. I think this is my pick of the week. This is my favourite pick that I've got. Um, it's Amiens versus Paris FC. So recently relegated Amiens. They've just came down a the division. They've had a fire sale. Basically, all of their players uh, that were any good have been shipped off to better French teams versus a Paris FC who are gretna in this league. They've bought all the cream of the crap. they bought all Powell's players. they bought all Dunkirk's players. they bought a lot of the guys who are scoring goals. <laughs> Um, Did you just say the creep crap? <laughs> <didn't do> <laughs> so they have bought all of these <laughs> players in um, and they basically have taken anyone who was was really good in the lower divisions of France and they're now trying to make it work in the thing. And it's been working for them. Paris FC haven't lost a game in ages. <laughs> They've got, um, as opposed to Amiens, who have lost four out of their last five. Amiens have lost four out of their last five at home. Paris FC have won four out of their last five away from home. The last time they played in 2018, Paris FC won this game. Paris FC are top of the French league. They've scored four goals uh, in their two games so far. They've scored four goals and six points. Amiens have played their two games and got three points from them. Two points, three games. Uh, so one loss and one win. Um, it is a huge price you're getting Paris FC here at five to two. I, I think this is a great, great spot to be in. Um if you look at the the the, the kind of t- teams that Paris FC are getting results against, it's teams that were pretty decent. Amiens are in free fall. You know, they got rinsed in pre-season off Boulogne. Um, they lost to Valenciennes. They lost to Troy. They lost to Metz. Um, the last good result they had was in February against PSG, a 4-4 draw. Um, and after that, the wind has dropped truly out of their sails. I don't see them having... I, I don't see them being... Uh, uh, an even money home pick here. They're, they're six to um, are six to five to win at home would not be confident taking them. Paris FC at the spicy price of five to two. I think is a much better bet. Yeah. so yeah.
1: I like and Paris. Um, I, do, I, do like I think it's quite good. I'm a fan. Hey John, what's your charity? Right, so charity, £10 of our own money on the treble. If we win, the full profit goes to the charity. If it doesn't, tenor goes to charity anyway. So it's win-win for charity, unless God was involved. Um, <laughs> I'm going Liverpool versus Leeds. This is the 5-30 game on Saturday night in the Premier League. So Leeds returning into the Premier League. I'm going over 1.5 goals in the second half at 8-11. to This will be a goal fest. Neither of these teams defend. So it's just the attacking... And I really think Leeds will be entertaining at best um, this season. I think I think they'll pick up and I think Leeds will be comfortably mid table this year. I think they'll pick up enough points, but I think their style of football will be just excellent to watch against teams like Liverpool and Arsenal and Man City because they'll just go and press anyway. They don't. They don't. Bielsa won't play any other way. He done it. He done it with his side in Spain when he came up against Guardiola, Barcelona. He played the exact same way. And I think Guardiola talked about that before, saying that that was like the first coach that did that to him. And he just went, "No, no, I'll play the way I play. I'm not going to change it for you." So I think as a result, you'll see Bielsa's lead side try and press and attack Liverpool. And I think either way, the second half's going to be really entertaining for the first game back. Liverpool were two-one down to Blackpool in a pre-season friendly last week and won 7-2 in the second half. Four goals coming in the last, what, 20 minutes? So, yeah. I think that that is Liverpool are just going to have superiority in this, but I don't care which two goals happen, as long as two goals happen in the second half, which I think is very likely in this, this um, situation. I also think Liverpool will be a weird team to watch this year. I really don't... I don't see where
2: they go, where this squad goes now. God, are you upset at that? No, uh, to the standee, I, I, yeah, I got to said this to Andy. Yeah, I've taken... I've taken Arsenal to finish above Liverpool this year. See, from the minute
1: they won the league, the minute they won, I know, I know, a job was done, and it was a weird situation. But from the minute they won the league, it just
2: felt like, aye, right. It seems that there's a palpable sense of relief, but it's not backed up by the grunt to go and right, let's go do this again. Um, I think that the players kind of know that they'll go down in history as the guys who broke the duck, and that. I, I, you know, I, it wouldn't. you know, John? It wouldn't surprise me if we came out and we won the league again, right? And and played exactly the same way the whole season and done that. But I don't see the same appetite to 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 do that. And I think there's teams out there like Chelsea, Arsenal, two teams who have fucking rebuilt with squad depth that we just don't have. Yeah. Um. So I, I you know, I hope Liverpool do well. I hope <laughs> hope that we go and win the league again. I think that Arsenal and Chelsea are more hungry this year. Um. So, yeah, I I, I I agree with you, John. I think there's some weird things going on. Andy, take us to Japan.
0: Cool. Uh, so, leg two, Sunday at 11 o'clock in Japan in the J League. Gamba Osaka versus Shonen. I'm going to take the home team uh, for the charity coupon. So that's a, a win for Gamba Osaka, at odds of 4-7. to seven. Uh, Shonen are the worst team in the league by quite a considerable margin. Shimizu S-pulse are bad. Uh, Shonen are worse. Um They have two points from the last five games. They only have six points all season. Ozaka, comfortably mid-table, eighth with 23 points. The head-to-head record in this game is interesting as well. Um, Gambo-Zaka have won the last four meetings of the teams. Um, And if you look at just the home games that Ozaka have played against Shonen, there isn't a record on flash score of Shonen ever beating them. Um, So head-to-head-wise, Gambo-Zaka have this game. Four-wise, Gamba Zaka have this game league table standings. Gamba should have this game, um, so I think odds of four to seven is pretty good. Um, I mean, they're, they're not they're not brilliant. Gamba but they are they are a comfortable mid table team playing against a very poor team. Um, so that's enough for me to include them in the charity bet.
2: Cool. Uh, mines is in Norway. Uh, this is two teams that are absolutely awful are playing against each other. So this is Allison, the bottom of the league with 7 points versus Sarpsburg. S- they are 12th in the league with 17 points. Both of these teams cannot defend but can score. The the last me- the most recent meeting of them was 4-0 to Sarpsburg. Uh, I'll just read out some of the results that have, uh, that have happened recently for Allison games. They won one nil. Uh, they lost 1-0 against Stark. They lost 1-3 against Hagesund. They lost 3-2 against Rosenberg. They drew 2-2 with Viking. They lost 4-0 in that aforementioned game. Sarpsburg, much the same. Shipped goals against uh, Bodo Glimt. uh, That was a 3-0. Christensen, 4-1. Sarpsburg, Moldy. They beat Moldy 2-1. They lost to Rosenberg 5-1. They won 4-0. These teams ship and score goals like no one else. So I'm gonna take over two point five goals in this game as my pick I've changed because both teams to score i think was a bit ropey um because they may or may not come back and you know do something uh you're getting that uh, you're getting the um over two point five goals line at three to five so I think that's a good pick in this game. I didn't want to take the over one point five which i think is a stuck on at one to five so the charity needs some charity needs some uh some extra cash. So that's what I'm gonna take.
1: Okay, so that is Liverpool V Leeds over one point five goals second half. Gamble Saka to beat Shodan at home at forty seven. Ailsun versus Sarzborg over two point five goals at three to five. So the ten pounds get us forty five quid back. But as a result, because God was involved, that'll be ten pounds going to beat some cancer trust.
0: <laughs> so um yeah, and also on your recap there, just to say that the Kawasaki Frontale game is also live on Free Sports. <coughs> Thanks. so there's my banker and my value both live on free sports one on Sunday at 10.30 and one on Saturday at 10 o'clock
2: so
1: just a, a wee recap Patreon's there patreon.com forward slash TrampleBet £5 a month join us get extra content Facebook group TrampleBet podcast access there loads of good people involved
0: get on it and and to add to the Facebook group there is a post up right now about the fancy Premier League season If you want to be part of our mini-league, just jump on the Facebook group. You'll see the joining code there. (laughs) Uh, And also instructions to send us uh, £5, which will go in a pot where the winner will take all. So the winner of that Trample Bet mini-league will receive the entire prize fund. No prizes for second place. And we understand
1: in the current climate that anything that involves money being handed over might be a bit tricky. So we understand that £5 a month might just be something you can't pay. Joining a trampled bet, Fantasy League might be something you can't pay. If you can't do this, one of the things we would ask you to do is please share the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And if you have access to Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, there is a rate and review section. If you can go and give us five stars and leave a comment, that'd be really appreciated. Cost nothing. It'll take you a minute to do so however you listen to the podcast there should be a way to review unless it's Spotify only in which case please just share it on any, any social, social media we would really appreciate it it's the only way we can grow and the reason for us growing isn't for you to release your secret that you listen to this podcast it's so that people can join the Facebook group that might have knowledge of a sport that we have no interest in that Body. might start making us We're all uncovered money. for that yeah that's what we want and um, that was the podcast have a good weekend
0: cheers yeah. happy hunting bye, bye. Podcast Network.